0: churches, in one in Seaford and one in Yankalilla. Uh, one in Seaford called App Church, Applications for Life, and one in Yankalilla is called Yankalilla Community Church. I've been a senior pastor for two and a half years in Steaford and taken on Yankalilla about five months ago, so it's all new. And um, I just want to honor Pastor Rob and Pauline today. Let's give them a hand. <clears throat> They've had my, myself my wife I'm on holiday, so I left my ring at home. When you're on holidays, you can do that. Is that right, husbands? You just forget that part of it so you can go fishing, amen? When in, when in Port Lincoln, you've got to go fishing. But they've looked after us and hosted us with our two crazy kids. So I really want to honor them today. And to be able to come into their house and open up their home has been such a blessing for us as a family. And, and this is as much as a, an opportunity to share with you guys. It's also a holiday. And what better place to holiday than Port Lincoln? Amen. amen. This is God, this is a promised land. When they're talking about milk and honey, this is it, I reckon. I've come up here uh, many times over my life fishing at Coffin Bay and heading out to the hummocks and Greenlee and doing all the islands out there. I love fishing and I've never taken back. I've always done boys' trips, never, never done the family trip, so here we are back. It's your time to shine. So there we go, even though we went fishing without her yesterday, but that's okay. God knows. God knows. But it's great to be here. The title of my message today is immersed to fulfillment. And I really believe what God wants to do in this area is immerse people in his presence to fulfill what God's called us to do. I don't believe we can fulfill what he's called us to do without being filled with his presence, filled with the fullness of God in us. And that's really what I want to speak about today is God doesn't want us to be a little bit in the water or knee deep or waist deep, He wants us to be submersed in His love, in His grace, in His mercy, and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Does anyone believe that? Cool. So I want to read something out of Psalm 42, verses 7 to 8. It says, Deep calls unto deep, at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command His loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night His song shall be with me. Deep calling to deep. I really believe that what God's speaking to you today at One Heart Church is that God is speaking to the deep things in your inner man, in your inner spirit. Those things that you've put away, those things that you've hidden from him, those prophecies, those dreams, those desires in your heart that you've put away. I really believe I've come here today to bring them out. To call those deep things, those deep things that you thought you'd never achieve, those deep things that you thought were impossible, the deep things that you think you're too old to do or too young to do, God's saying, today's your time, I'm calling it out. See, I really believe when God speaks to us deeply, He bypasses all our natural shortcomings. Who has a shortcoming? Who's who's made a few mistakes? I'm 33 years old and I've made at least one that I can think of. (laughs) Many more than one, but I'll just admit to one. But I really believe when God speaks to us, He bypasses those things. We get caught up in thinking about them and saying, that I did that, so there's no way I can do that. But all the Father sees when He looks at us is His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen? So it bypasses that. It's speaking to our deep inner spirit saying, long to me, come to me, and I will give you life and life abundantly. He wants us to go deeper. Is anyone keen to go deeper today? We're in church. I did year 12. I completed year 12. I didn't get my SACE because I didn't do enough subjects and no one decided to tell me that. So I really thanked my school for that. At the end, they said, oh, you didn't get your, you, didn't, you just completed it. You didn't get your SACE. I'm like, what do you mean I didn't get my SACE? I passed everything. They're like, yes, you didn't do enough units. And I was like, well, you could have told me that at the start of the year and I wasted a year. But I really left that year saying, you know what? Looking back now, I'm 33, a lot wiser than I was then, to be honest. I just wanted to surf and do fun stuff. But I look back and I was in that moment and I should have given it everything. But instead I was trying to slack off and be late to miss home groups and all that. And and I just missed out on those things and I really made a decision in my life that if I'm somewhere I'm going to give it everything. So I really want to encourage you today, you're in this place, you're not going to leave I hope until the end of the service, so let's give it everything. You may walk out, I don't know, who's this young guy preaching? But let's give it over everything. We're here for an hour and a half. Let's go, Lord, I'm ready. I want you to do something. I'm ready to see you. Is that cool? So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your work. I pray that your Holy Spirit would move in this place as you already are. I pray that you would speak through me, Lord. It would not be my words, but your words, Lord God, that this is your word. I pray that out of this, God, people would come to know you in a deeper way, that you would search our hearts, Lord God, and, and uh, propel us into our future and our destiny, Lord, that you have for us. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity, Lord. And I just pray, have your way in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So I want to go on to Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 to 20. And I think that we've got this up on the screens. And I really believe this sets the standard for this message because it's got some awesome keys for our life. It says in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16, if you've got your Bibles, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. That you may be filled with the fullness of God, I lost my thing, fullness of God, now to Him he was able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we are think, according to the power of God that works in us. And I took a few keys out of that. It says, strong in His might. Who believes that we can't do anything without Him? I'm young, but I've learned that one. I learned that one pretty quick. I ran a business and all those things. And every time I did it to my own strength, it didn't work. But when I trusted God, it worked out. Sometimes it takes longer than we think or longer than we want it to, but He always gets us there. So strong in His might, grounded in His love, filled with His fullness. And that's what I want to talk about today. Filled in His fullness. God wants His fullness to be in us. God is not the God of portions. God is not the God of a little bit or a touch or or one touch that lasts you for 50 years. God is the God of fullness. He wants to pour out heaven upon us. I really believe that we have to live in that space where we're ready for God to move in His fullness, not in how we want to. Sometimes we think that God can only move in the restraints of a service, but that's not true. You go to Muslims countries, they have dreams of Jesus and come to know their, their Jesus Christ as Lord through a dream, not because they came to an altar in a church service, but because God met them where they're at. So it says, filled with His fullness, living out of His abundance. I want to live out of the abundance of God. I don't want to live in lack and I don't want to be rich either. I just want what God has me, whatever that is. I want to live out of His abundance because He's the God of more than enough. And all of this is because of Christ in us. And, and as we move on to this message, the, really, the thing that centers us, the thing that sustains us, the thing that moves us, the reason we have salvation, the reason we can live a life worthy of God and in relationship with God is because of what Jesus Christ did on that cross. And I want to tell you today that the only way you can get to heaven is not by being a good person, it's by the work of Christ on the cross. And if you don't know Jesus today, I want to encourage you, say yes to Him today. It's the best decision you will ever make. Here's the answer, amen? Jesus Christ. Okay. So, we're going to look at Ezekiel here. Ezekiel chapter 47. And I like using a lot of the Bible. Is that okay with you? It's better than my words. Let's just use the words of God. Amen. So, Ezekiel 47 said In my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple. And passing to the right of the altar on the south side, the man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around to the eastern entrance there i could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway the south side i don't know why i did that I was getting american for a second sorry about that so it, it, right here ezekiel's seeing a picture of the temple and i've often thought that that when god moves when his spirit moves it's in the temple And what this is a prophetic picture of is the gospel of Christ. What it's actually prophesying is what was to come, the gospel, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting right there that it wasn't in the temple and circulating around, but it was going out under the doors, through the windows, out into the city. And I really believe that this church, One Heart Church, is the light into this city. I really believe that. Amen. You're here for a reason, for a purpose, and God's destined you to be here. But the thing about it is it's not about this little part here or this platform here. This is not only where God can move. But I'm going to just come around here for a second. I hope the mic works. But God can move here and he can move out there. It's not reliant on one space. It, it's saying there that the, the water was pouring out of this building. This building's already too small. I mean, we're packed here. We need a bigger building. Amen. Or two services or four services. I don't know. That's Pastor Rob's decision. All the team's like, no, four services? What is he talking about? Get him off. I'm not playing four times. (laughs) Five services. What, What are we having, a bidding thing? Five, six, going once. But it's about the water going out the temple. It's not about here. People think that it has to be in here and it circulates around. I'm telling you, our God is bigger than just this space. Our God is bigger than just our homes. He's a big God. And he loves everyone. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son. Amen? Good. So he took me out. I love this because he takes him out of the temple. That's taken someone out of their comfort zone. And and it walks to the water. And it says that they walked 1750 feet out in the New Living Translation. In In the King James it says something else. And I don't really understand that. But 1750 feet. So he walks out and it says that he was ankle deep. And then he walked out another 70, 50 feet and he was knee deep. And then again, it was waist deep. And then he walked out again and it was above. It was too deep to walk. It was too deep to actually work out what was going on. And I really believe that's where God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to have the answers and understand everything. I love today, they gave me a run sheet. Because I can follow that run sheet and I know when I'm coming up, the Holy Spirit does not run on that sheet. And I I, I love the sheet, don't get me wrong. But that does not limit or stop what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Sometimes we think that he's only got half an hour and he's got to move because I've got a roast cook in the oven. But I want to tell you, one day maybe it will be a three-hour service. And if you want to be immersed full on, Filled with the power of God. You won't care. You'll be in here hungry to see God do something. You won't want to leave. And it went out. And it said that it was too deep to even walk. When it's too deep, you kind of just got to trust what's going on. You just got to go with the flow. Who loves going with the flow here? Some of the guys are like, yeah, man, the wife just does the thing. I just come home and enjoy the dinner. Pauline, it was an awesome meal she cooked me. I felt like I was a king. It's like, I don't deserve this. Put me outside with the chickens. Uh Uh-oh. But sometimes we just love having it under control and orchestrating how we think it should go. But God's the God of the impossible. Faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. God wants us to live in that realm where we haven't even comprehended what's going to happen. It's when we bring our natural, He brings His supernatural. That's what I want to talk today about, is the supernatural things of God. Don't limit what God can do by what you know or what you've seen. Listen to His Word. Read His Word. What the Word says is that He's a big God, that nothing's impossible. If the sea needs to be parted, part the sea. We can go over to, what's the island called? Boston Island. We can walk straight over there. Praise God. Fully immersed. Fully immersed. Fully immersed. I want to be fully immersed in His presence. I want to live out of the fullness of God. I believe this church is coming into a new season. And I know you get opportunities to preach around. And, and, and this is not just a gig for me, for those who thought it might be. This is not just an opportunity to preach somewhere else or, or, or to, to, to get my name known. It's nothing to do with that. For me, this is, I really believe God put this on my heart for this church, and I really believe that, that what used to be the ceiling is now going to be the floor of what this church is walking in, of what your people are walking in, of where you're at, It may be in your business, maybe you need a breakthrough in your business or your family. I really believe that there's a shift coming, and all God's asking is that we give Him our all, that we'll be willing to be immersed in His presence, in His grace, in His mercy. And Ezekiel goes out and he goes too far and he realizes he's sinking and he's in the water, he's deeper, he's well over his head. He's, he's, he, has, he can't comprehend really what was to come. And then, and then he leads him back to the riverbank and back to the temple. And he looks around and he sees trees on either side. He sees beautiful vegetation, he sees healthy growth, he sees things that are lush and and, and green and not barren, not a drought, he sees life. And I really want to encourage us that as we immerse ourselves in God's presence, as we immerse ourselves in his word, not just the thing we do on Sunday, but a life that we live for Christ. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. He didn't say, just park it sometimes, he said, carry it. Sometimes we want to put it down for a minute to go fishing. Now I'm speaking myself. Even I'm getting stuff here. Sorry, Lord, for fishing. No, I love fishing. But he's called us to live out of it, to to keep moving. He comes back and he sees this abundant life. And I really believe that's for Port Lincoln right now. That, that maybe there's been some good times that's gone by. There's been some great times. But I want to encourage you that the best is yet to come for this church. I really want to speak that over you. That there is more. There is more. And as we immerse ourselves in God's presence, that's when we need to expect life. That's when we need to expect salvations, miracles, healings. Who believes in that stuff? We're in a Pentecostal church. We can believe that stuff. It's fine. That's God. That's His, it's His nature. And he comes back and he's amazed. It says in that scripture that he's surprised to see the life. Do you know what happened? When God moves, people are surprised to see. People out there will be surprised at what happens in One Heart Church. It's true. Because they think the church is sitting on a pew and listening to a guy speak for four hours. It's not. What the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but what joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what it says. That's the word. That's His word. It's joy. People out there, our community are going to be surprised at what God is doing. But we don't need to be. I want to encourage you to expect the unexplainable. Expect the miraculous. Expect the supernatural in your life. Maybe you need a financial miracle. Expect God to meet that need. Expect that He's going to do something amazing because He loves us so much. I think sometimes we write ourselves off. We say, oh yeah, that's okay for the pastor or that's okay for the worship leader or the band. or It's not for me. I want to encourage you, don't write yourself off. Don't count yourself unworthy of the gospel. Don't count yourself unworthy of what God's promises are. Don't write yourself off, but receive His word for your life. Don't let the enemy rob you of that. He wants us to look at ourselves and think, oh, I'm just this person. Look at me. I've got gray hair. I've got a couple of gray hairs. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Come out of me, Jesus' name. That's what I was thinking. Who put those things there? Some say it's getting wisdom. So there you go, Beck, I'm wise now. <laughs> praise God. But when we look in the mirror, don't belittle yourself. Don't go, I'm this, I'm that. Just go, I'm a son of the most or a daughter of the most high God. It's too easy. The enemy loves us just, oh, I'm just this person. He just wants us to be down. But God's come. Jesus came to lift us up. Amen? <laughs> Cast your cares upon him. So If that's, that's a word for summer today, stop looking at yourself in the mirror and talking bad about yourself. That song, we speak life. Speak life over yourself. You know, God loves me. If he is for me, then who can be against me? That's an old Bible school thing, isn't it? I mean, that's what we need to do. Sometimes we need to go back to the basics and just declare God's word over us. So he was fully immersed, fully overwhelmed by what was to come. I really believe that your next season is an overwhelming season. There's going to be, Pastor Rob's going to be flustered. (laughs) I don't even know if he can be that. He's so straight down the line, isn't he? Came into his shed where I stayed. It's beautiful. And there's a, a massive pig just looking at me. I'm like, whoa, man. A better preacher, I'd get the gun out. I was just like... And, and I've got a 19-month-old and, and Pauline's like, you've got to cover them up. Ezra will be he's scared. You can't sleep. She was worried, weren't you? And he comes in, pig. And every morning, it's pig. Anyway, that's not part of my message, but it was good. But I already believe that he's gonna be overwhelmed, that you're gonna be overwhelmed with what God does with this church. I just really I I feel it in my spirit that there's an expectancy and something's about to shift in this place. I really believe that. I I really feel that. So I just want to encourage you on that just to hold on, to keep pressing in, to keep remaining hungry for God, because He will never ever let you down. Awesome. We're getting there. Who wants to be fully immersed? Who's ready to go deeper? who's been ankle deep for a little bit and just needs to get maybe knee deep. I love that scripture because it's actually in steps. It's not just saying we have to jump off the deep end. I can do that, but Beth can't. I'm the one that's like, let's do it. We're building a building. Let's go for church. Praise God. She's like, really? Okay. Let me think about that for a a week. I'm like, no, that's too late. (laughs) Jesus will come. Maybe you can't just jump off this stage. Maybe it's just one more step. Well, I want to encourage you, take that step today. Yeah. Maybe it's just a, a little step. Yeah. Just do something. Just move forward, yeah. even if it's just a little bit. Yeah. Even if you're a tortoise in this place, not a hare. Just do a little step. Yeah. Just do something because God's yeah. going to move. I'm telling you, yeah. get in the water. It's moving, yeah. amen? I don't want to stay on the bank. Yeah. I don't want to watch these people enjoying themselves. Yeah. I want to be in. I want to be immersed in His presence. So I want to look at John chapter 4, verses 6. And this is about a Samaritan woman who comes to the well with Jesus. And we can turn there if you want in John chapter 4, verses 6 to 9. And I'm reading from the Amplified, so it's a little bit louder. So if I yell, just, it's part of the text, so just be okay with that. So if you've got a different version, that's why it'll be different. It says in John chapter 4, verses 6 to 9, And Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, tired as he was from his journey, sat down by the well, It was then about the sixth hour, or noon. Then a woman from Samaria came to draw water. From uh, sorry, came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, "Give me a drink." For his disciples had gone off into the city to buy food, and the Samaritan woman asked him, "How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink?" And this is what I want to talk about right now: is that Sometimes we put boundaries up of where we can go as a church. And the enemy right now over this nation is trying to put walls up and boundaries up where the church can go, where God's people can go, and when they can't go. But I love Jesus because He went beyond the boundaries and reached out to someone if they're in need. And I really believe for this church that that's a word for this church that don't limit itself to the boundaries or to what didn't work before, but begin to step out and reach out. And you'll meet God where he wants you to be. See, Jesus, she's like, how can you even speak to me? And Jesus says to her, I love this. He says, if you knew who I was, you'd be asking me for a drink. I love Jesus. He's just onto it, isn't he? I would have been like, because I love you. You're a good person. And he's just like, no, if you knew who I was, you'd be asking me for a drink. If you knew about God's gift of eternal life and who it was who says, Give me a drink in verse 10, you would have asked me instead, and He would have given you living water. Living water. I want to encourage everyone that there is living water flowing in this place. And it's not because of the screens, they're nice. I like them. They're good. They look good. It's not because of the nice carpet or the keyboard or the drums. That was good today. Who enjoyed the drums? It wasn't too loud for all the oldies, so it was good. Am I allowed to say that? Sorry. It's not the biggest thing in church. If your drums are too loud, it's a, it's a nightmare. I'm a pastor. Sorry. I'll just, I'll just let it out here so you guys can just feel for me. It's all good. i just get it out. I'm a drummer, so there we go. I've had that for years. But it's not about these things. This isn't the living water. Even this building isn't the living water. Not even this facility or the car park is the living water. But Jesus Christ is the living water. His presence that's in here is the living water. What we carry, Christ in us, it says, is the hope of glory. The hope of glory. Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, is alive in us. The hope of glory. It's not about this. This is the thing Jesus said to you. If you knew who it was who asked for a drink, you would have asked Him for a drink. Do you know what I really felt today? And I saw this prophetically, is this church as a boat. Yeah, the band could come. They're onto it. I saw this church as a boat. And what the Lord was saying is that the water's beginning to move. The current's beginning to flow. The Spirit is actually moving in this church. And what happened is, People have limited what God's going to do because they're still going back to the well of Jacob, not to Jesus. See, what happens in our life is we create things. We create opportunities for ourselves or we create a meeting or create a band opportunity or a worship service or this. We create these things that sometimes can detract and sometimes we can come into a place or a church just to see the show just to see a young guy bouncing around the stage. This is not where the living water is. It's Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you today. Maybe you've got things in your life that you've built up. There's a story in Matthew. And the disciples take Jesus to the temple and they're excited. They're like, Jesus, look what we've built. Look at all these things. Look how amazing this thing is. Look at this beautiful building we have. And Jesus says to them, in not many days from now, there won't be a stone left upon another. There won't be a stone left. They were so occupied with what they'd build, not relying that the Savior of the world was next to them, not not understanding that in a moment in time, history was going to change and that veil would be lifted and we'd be able to come into the holy of holies. It would no longer be the priests, but we would be the ones that were able to come. We would be the ones that would be able to be in His presence. And maybe in your life right now, you've built up these things. Maybe they're safety nets. Maybe it's security. But I really felt I saw a boat and it was ready to launch, but it was stuck on some rocks. It was stuck on some rubble. It It was stuck on people going back to the old thing or going back to what they knew, not who they know. That's worked before, so we've got to do that. now. we are going to do what God's doing. we are got to be where God's moving. That's, that's, that's done. That's been finished. God moved in, and it was amazing. But today is a new season. Today is a new opportunity. Today is a new anointing, a new outpouring of His Spirit. I don't want to keep going back to the well to get my water, to get just enough. I don't want to come to church just to get enough. I don't want to come hear Josh preach or or Pastor Rob preach or, or Pastor Josh preach. I don't want to come just to hear them, just to get a glimpse. I want to be immersed in the fullness of God. I want to come to the living source, the living water that is Jesus Christ. And maybe you're in this place and you've got wells. You've got stuff that you've built. It's time to let them go. It's time to just bring them down. It's time to allow the Holy Spirit to soften us again, to shape us again, to renew us again. It's a new day. And I saw this boat and it was just rocky outcrop that was just stopping it. Maybe it's unbelief. Maybe you've, you believe for something and it didn't happen and it kind of hurt you. I just want to encourage you. Believe again. Trust God again. Take that step again where you're like, all right, Lord, I'm coming out of the boat again. I'm just going to step one more step, Lord. I trust you. I trust you. If we could all stand in this place, that would be amazing. If you're not able to stand and stay seated, that's fine. Stand in your heart in this place. See, I really believe that those things were built, those stones, that well we've got that we come to needs to be gone and we're going to see clearly Jesus Christ. See, the veil was a thing that stood in the way of the Holy of Holies. It was, it was like a, a shadow. It was like a, 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 a shade, a blockage. And because of what Jesus Christ did on that cross, we're able to come through that veil. Don't put your own veils up. Don't put your own blockages up. But take them away and step in to everything God has for you today. I see the children in this place going further than we've gone. I see the young people raising up. And being a voice in this community. I really feel that sometimes we write the young ones off. They're too young. People have said that to me for five years. Now I pastor two churches. They keep telling me you're too young and God gives you another thing. So I'm like, what the? God knows. I don't know. Sometimes we write people off because they're too young. And sometimes we write people off because they're too old. You passed it. Just sit in the back. You're all good. I want to encourage you. God's not that God. He's the God that wants to use everyone who is willing, everyone who is open, everyone who is hungry. And if you've got a blockage in your life, if you've got something in your life that you just say, you know what, I need to get that out so this ship can sail, it's time to do that. It's time to do It's time to wholeheartedly step in to His presence today. And the band's just going to come and they're going to play. Can we do We Speak Life? Is that all right? And maybe you feel like that there's just a blockage. I just want you to raise your your hands to heaven over this place. If you feel like there's stuff in your life that is just hindering it and you just want to get rid of it, you just want to move into the depths of what God has, I want you to raise your hands to heaven right now. And I'm going to pray for you because I really believe there's a shift coming right now that if we get on board, I'm telling you, this, this ship's ready to sail, amen. This thing's ready to take off in Jesus' name. Father, these hands that are lifted right now. God, I pray those things that we've built, the times we come to the well, Lord God, I pray that we turn from that. And look to Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, for anyone here who feels like their past, they used by date, Lord God. You never start a good work without finishing it, Lord Jesus. And I pray for every person in this place, from the youngest to the older, whatever those hindrances are, whatever those blockages are, let them be gone in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, give us the anointing. Give us the power to overcome them for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Awesome. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that is the ultimate thing to do in this place. It's the biggest thing, the best decision, a life-changing thing you ever do. If you don't know Jesus in this place, I want to encourage you to come speak to one of the leaders. Come speak to me. Come tackle me if you want. But I really, I couldn't leave this place without giving everyone an opportunity to know Jesus Christ. If that's you in this place, I want to encourage you. I know you're probably sweating or feeling nervous. That's just the Holy Spirit drawing you in. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you need to come up to me. Slap me in the face. Give me a hug. I don't care. But just come and talk to me because you need to know Jesus today. Don't leave this place without becoming a follower of Jesus Christ. Don't leave this place. God bless everyone.